I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all. What we said. Don't sleep on us, yo. What did we say? Don't sleep on us. I told y'all. That's Keep exactly. that subscribe button on. Yes, y'all thought we were playing because we weren't. Like, <laughs> y'all thought we was kiki <laughs> Y'all thought we was playing around. <laughs> So, yes, guys, welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere bonus episode. My name is Nettie Smith. I'm Nisi, keeping it real with y'all. That's right. And we kept it real and we gave you guys a cast member. And judging from the title, if you don't know how to read, <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> and judging by the title, you know who it is. We have our interview with Asha Davis. Yes, Woo-hoo! the Asha Davis. So um, we we put the the picture up on our Instagram, and we had a whole p- bunch of people guess at who it was. And the person who got it right, and the only person to guess this name, Asha, was Gold Dustwoman underscore. Congratulations, Jade. Oh. So <laughs> you better go. You better go. Great guess. Great guess. I appreciate the uh, guesses. That was really fun. And um, yeah, so. We actually hit up Asha like oh God a month ago, and we'll mention this in the interview as we're talking to her that you guys are going to listen to in a bit. But me and Nisi sent her a video <laughs> of us introducing ourselves. We were so nervous. We were. Uh, <laughs> I thought that she. No, you know it's funny because I didn't want her to just like I didn't want to message her on Instagram or anything and be like. Hi, we're from Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. Do you want to interview with us? Because we could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you know who we is? <laughs> don't, don't you want to see our faces, our beautiful faces? True that. So I was like, you know what? Let's just send her a video of us just introducing ourselves in our natural environment, which is our parents' <laughs> house, and just be like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, hey, you guys are fucking adorable. She said that, guys. I swear. <laughs> she said me and Nisi were fucking adorable. Yeah, I can contest. I saw it with my own eyes. I can put it up on, on our stories if you don't believe us. But um, <laughs> yeah. And so um, we decided or she was like, yeah, I'll do an interview with you. Sure. So we did that and um, we Skype interviewed with her. So when you when you hear it, it's going to sound a bit different. It's going to sound like we're on the phone together. <laughs> But it's so beautiful nonetheless. Um, it was everything we dreamed of, you guys. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and I can't wait for you to listen. We talk about everything from South of Nowhere to Drunk History to Sex for Money, which is her podcast. And what else we talk about? The Long Shadow, which is her new movie that she's starring in. We talked about all that, shorty, all that. <laughs> so strap up. Get prepared to listen to awesomeness. Here is our interview with Asha Davis. And remember, it's from Skype. So (laughs) it will sound a little different to your ears, but great nonetheless. Love it. Enjoy. Thank you for being on Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. That's our podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Tell me about your, uh, your audition process. South of Nowhere was a crazy audition experience for me because it was so memorable. It was one of those things where pilot season was, used to be really heavy, where it was like, you would go out on like, you know, three shows a day or whatever. Everyone's like vying for these opportunities. I think it was more towards the end of pilot season. 
And the, you know, um, Chelsea's role was like a, one little speaking part in the pilot. And when I got there, there had to be, usually when you go, you may see one or two other, you know, women uh, vying for the same role. But in this case, I think there was probably like 20 girls at once, like in the waiting room. It was really hectic. And they were, they wanted to do the table read like the next day. But when I got there, when I first drove up, I couldn't find parking anywhere, I guess, because there were so many women in there. And I ended up having to just park in this illegal spot. It was like one of those red zones. Like it wasn't really obvious, but it was like, you know, if someone's paying attention, they'll give me a ticket. And I was like, I'm just going to go see what's going on with this, you know, this audition. And I went in to see if there was like a lot of people or if I should, you know, move the car or what. And when I saw there was a lot of people, I was like, oh my God, this is like, it's one day guest star. Like, why, you know, why am I putting myself through this? If I get a ticket, I'll be so upset. You know, I'm broke as it is. And then um, something just told me, just hang, you know, hang with it. Let's just like try. And I remember going to the bathroom. My hair was like, I didn't like it. It was a mess. It was just like too poofy that day. Just, you know, you have that most uncomfortable hair time. That's how I felt. I'm like, how am I going to do this audition and feel confident when I hate my hair? My car is like, you know, going to get towed or ticketed. And is it really worth it? And I guess, you know, the universe somehow made it so worth it. Oh, my gosh. I ended up getting the call, I think, that night saying that I booked it. And then I was at the table read the next day. And it was um, Mandy and Gabby. But every other person was a completely different character the next day. It was like none of the, like, oh, wow. Glenn and Glenn. And <laughs> yeah. It was so they hadn't cast those parts yet? No, well, they did. But, um, and we shot the pilot with those actors. But by time we did the actual series, um, only Mandy, Gabby, and I came back. And I think even they were kind of looking for a new Gabby. She's definitely been um, outspoken about that. Like, they were auditioning other people. And Mandy was like, no, it's Gabby. Like, yeah, Tom told us that that he they shot it and then they brought her back and he's like she stuck with it and he always like apologized to her about like having make her come back so many times for it, but it, it worked out. It's nuts. Like you have to have nerves of steel and none of us do because we're like open, you know, we're like these like shell like thin shell people because that's how we express our craft or we you know we share our innermost feelings and yet we're also expected to just be like oh but it doesn't matter it's just me you know it's just it's a pretty tough gig but if you love it it's it's super worth it awesome so when you first got on your was your character different there was a different plan for what your character was going to be um kind of I think she was just going to be in and out I don't think I was supposed to um, last as long as I did and thankfully I did because I just love who Chelsea became. I think she was just going to be, um, you know, like a girl for uh, Danzo, like a girlfriend. Um, but then, you know, Danzo left uh, second season and then um, Gabby and I, like our characters got really close and it became more about like having my own life. Which, you know, like there's those supporting characters and then I started, you know, Chelsea became more of like her own person. Like she had a studio and parents and, <laughs> you know. Was, like, was any of Chelsea like your side, like your characteristics? Yeah, absolutely. Of all the characters I've played, I feel closest to her. Like she's so me. 
just like silly and supportive. Like her friends are so important to her, artistic. Like I love, you know, art, my art is really important to me. Um, I will travel the world for it. I Yeah, she's so much like me, but there's like my Waverly character from Friday Night Lights, like not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like some criminal mind characters. Where I'm like, girl, are you stupid? Like. <laughs> But Chelsea, like 100%, like I got to bring a lot of myself to her and I loved that. Like I love that they let me do that. And they kind of got to know me and was like, oh, you know, even that season where that people didn't really like, but that, you know, the, the relationship that Glenn and I had, it was cool because it was like our first, <laughs> we were kind of like a comedic duo. So for me, that was like really exciting. They're like, I, I don't know, like they saw that I was, you know, that I liked comedy and that I was funny and they used it. And I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, well, Nisi, you have a so, question about um, that arc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how like Chelsea's character got with Glenn after um, Clay died. Is that something you would do in real life, or would you be like, mm, "This is kind of weird. Like, I don't know." So I, like I said, Chelsea is a lot like me, and I think love is love. If you find you find it in strange places sometimes. But the heart wants what the heart wants, and you, you know, you can't. And it could be like she missed Danzo, and he had shades of, you know, that kind of personality. The family, like, didn't want to lose, you know, a place in that family, also, and just. And then he was there for her, you know, like when she was pregnant, and I, I, I got it, I got it. And I think <laughs> Yasha doing that, like, if I fell in love, like, it, nothing could stop me from being like, no, this is my man. Like, I don't care if you guys don't approve or whatever. It sounds way more beautiful when you say it. <laughs> Versus like, oh. I was not with it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of our listeners were like, that's like the number one like relationship. They're like, oh, that was just weird. Yeah. So like, I think it's good to um, have weird stuff and like have people ask questions and, you know, spark conversation and be like, I would never do that. Or, or like, well, if you fall in love, you fall in love. <laughs> there was a time when, uh, Chelsea was going through a lot. Um, it seemed like mid-season two to like mid-season three, it was just like the pregnancy, Clay dying, yeah. losing the baby, all that stuff. Was it ever like draining on you as an actor just to be like, um, I'm sad again today? Like, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Like, I never knew that you could have like fun days acting until I started on Drunk History. <laughs> like, I used to come home like, Strat like when you're doing dramatic roles, it's like that all the time. Like you sit in your trailer and you're just like thinking of like reasons to cry. And I listen to like sad music and it's like so like recently one of my actor friends said to me, she saw like a performance that I did and she was like, she felt for like what I had to go through to present that character. And it's true, like we really go through those things. Like our hearts really race and you know, we really feel, t I mean, if you're, really good at it if you want like to express those things and it's not like a surfacey kind of I mean there's there's like beauty roles you know where it's like you just kind of pose but like with character actors a lot of times you have to like really uh feel those kind of feelings and so yeah like that was a tough season for me um especially like the, the abortion stuff was super super like hard like I remember sitting in that it was like an old hospital or something and just yeah it's 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 draining it is draining but like i said i was used to it like all the roles i've done i just thought that was a part of acting it wasn't until i did drunk history and i was like laughing at lunch with my friends and it was okay you know like usually if you if you go out of character you feel bad about it so it's like if you're having a sad day you're supposed to just kind of be like sad all day 
And so actually like being able to come home and feeling rejuvenated after work versus like, oh, I had a day, you know, was, it, it, it was like, oh my God, I didn't know acting could be like this. <laughs> um, Nisi, you have a question about South of Nowhere? Oh, sure. Oh, well, not South of Nowhere, but you mentioned Drunk History and I have some questions. Okay. Yeah, so I started watching like all the episodes that you were in and I just wanted to know like, I'm not really familiar with history. Like I know some stories, but like are the ones on the show like at least some type of accurate or is it just like mostly funny? Um, okay, so I'm like I'm like you. I I don't know a lot about history. And I've even done, you know, episodes about historical moments and I wanna like talk to people about it and I've like already forgotten like the date. <laughs> or where was it Philadelphia? I forget, you know, I mean, my brain just isn't doesn't wrap around like historical facts very well, which is why I love the show. Cause I'm like, oh, what a great way to learn this stuff. You know, it's actually kind of interesting and it's funny. Um, they definitely, so when the narrator tells the story, they're, you know, they're usually pretty inebriated. Um, and so if they go off topic, like if they pick the wrong date or they say the wrong name, they'll be like, okay, don't you mean, you know, 1817? Like they make sure that the, the facts facts are correct. But there is a, definitely a creative license to like, you know, like I've, I've played um, Eleanor Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously, like, but that could be someone's drunken version of her or whatever, you know what I mean? So I do like that they kind of take some uh, creative license with the stories, but they do keep it pretty accurate. You know what I mean? So it's, a, it's kind of like a, a mix, I would say. And you said they actually are drunk when they're telling the stories? Yeah, like the, it's a skeleton crew, which means there's just like a few people. I've never been, I've never seen the narrator. I would love to be like a fly the wall. Oh my gosh. But I guess that's how they're making you feel as an audience. But they'll just have like camera, sound, Derek, and the narrator, and the nurse. The nurse checks your blood levels before you leave to make sure like you're cool. Um, and then they, so what they'll do is they'll give them like one or two drinks and then they'll tell the story. So they get a pretty like clear version of it. And then they'll, you know, give them more and more and they'll keep telling it like more and more inebriated so they can get like some like really truthful stuff. But then they also get the super goofy, like under the table, like, you know, laying on the, on their backs, like talking about, you know, Nina Simone or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very organized. They've got it down like a well-oiled machine. They never drive home. There's always like a driver, um, and and Derek said that uh, almost every time someone will apologize the next day, like I'm sorry, you know, I didn't get it, or like no, you you were perfect, like it's, it's all good. <laughs> and then so the narrator is the one telling the story, and then like the characters have to kind of mouth it. What is it like shooting that? It's so crazy. It's so when I um. So I studied radio and TV at George Washington University, and I love my professors and everything, but one of them told me, like, there are, there are no new ideas. Like, just don't even bother. Like, you'll just have to do versions of other ideas. But I feel like Drunk History is such a creative, like, original idea. And it's so fun because my script is watching that drunk narrator. Like, all my scripts are videos. So I'll watch the narration. They'll tell me who my character is. And then I have to find out, like, you know, they'll tell me what my lines are. And then I record them, the lines, and then I just practice them over and over because I have to get their cadence right. Like if they pick up or I have to be spot on. So I can't, you can't, 
you can't improvise the words, but you can improvise everything else around it, which is really exciting. Like, you know, I could be digging a ditch and having to say the lines, but I could do that uh, physicality any way I want, but I have to stay, you know, stuck on exactly the way the line is said. So it's, it's really kind of wild. It's not like anything you would learn in school or anything. And it's, it's something you just get used to. And, and when you're on set, like, we don't have to worry about like, some, when you're shooting, a lot of times he's like, oh, there's a plane overhead, we have to shoot it again, or, you know, the car alarm went off, or, you know, there's no nothing that uh, prevents us from uh, just doing it, because they, they have speakers, we could be outside in the middle of a field, and they'll have speakers up, and we just hear that drunk person all day long, like, all their lines, everything, so it's kind of, uh, it's super fun, like, we'll laugh, like, oh my god, this part is so hilarious, and we'll talk about it, or... And then I also love the way Derek directs, Derek Waters is amazing because he incorporates music sometimes. So if we're like, we could be like, you know, trudging a battlefield and he'll be playing like the theme song from ETs because it makes us feel like, you know, we're being, you know, we're just like conquering something. And so it's kind of neat. Like I, I love music. I'm so attached to it. And so is he. And so it's so cool to be able to like direct with music and not worry about sound or anything like that. That information is so cool. <laughs> you guys are great. You deserve it. And people should listen to your podcast so they can learn things about junk history. So hey. there we go. <laughs> so I'm going to go back a little bit. I uh, absolutely love the unwritten rules. Um, and I miss it. Um, <laughs> how did you get into doing that? So South of Nowhere tie. Um, Kim Williams, the wonderful Kim Williams, who wrote and produced the unwritten rules was our um she was our editor on south of nowhere so i never really met her i maybe met her at a at a like a rap party or something once or twice but she knows my face my voice because she would you know put, put me together like a puzzle all of us so she knew us all so well like you know if our noses flare when we say you know certain things but we didn't really ever get to know her. She did all our post-production stuff, which also explains why the Unwritten Rules always look so good, because she knew what she was doing, you know? Um, but how I, I ended up doing the Unwritten Rules is um, I was doing press for Pariah, a movie that Dee Reese did that I was in, and um, I was at one of those Q&As, and um, Kim afterwards came up to me and said, you know, I was like, oh my God, how are you? What's going on? Tell me everything. And she's like, well, I'm working on that series that I told you about. And I said, you're, you're creating a series? What's it about? And she was like, I told you on Facebook. I was like, oh, I'm not on Facebook. Like I, I just joined Facebook like two months ago, 2020. So I've never been on Facebook. And she was like, who was I talking to? So some like impersonator was communicating with her and she thought I wasn't interested. And then I was like, no, I want, I want to know more about it. And she, as it sent me, you know, an episode or whatever, and, and she sent me a couple. And because they were so short, it was like these little five-minute things. I was like, oh my god, I think it's so good. And also, like, my sister and I used to go for walks after work, and this is everything she would tell me. Like, oh my god, this person was all my business. Like, he was in my drawer, and he knows how organized I am with my drawers. And and he took a pencil out, and I saw that it was missing. And and then my sister is just like the funniest person and like the way she would describe things. And I was like, oh my God, like when I read Kim's writing, I was like, this is Leslie. And she's telling me like, like this is exactly what she, she would have loved it. It would have been like her favorite one of my series, I'm sure. 
Um, so that was a, a no-brainer. I, I was a little nervous because it was kind of like saying stuff that I was afraid to say in front of other like white people. I was like, I don't want them to think I really feel this way, or you know, because some some of um, you know some of my thoughts were just a little bit like out there, and I was like, oh, you know, but. If I had if had been going through those experiences, like I did, I did a little corporate America stuff, but not really. I mostly was like, um, you know, like a bartender, or I was always in like creative places, so people were pretty open. So I didn't some of the stuff I didn't even get, and I but I had to learn and understand and talking to like him and remembering things that my sister said. So I was a little nervous at first. I was like, this isn't really me, but but that's fun also. Like, you don't want to just always play yourself. So, uh, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I really love the series. And be able to, like, um, produce and, like, have my friends, you know, like, Gabby and, and other people play roles that I knew they were perfect for was, like, yeah, I want to get back into producing for sure. Like, it's so, so fun to be able to, like, put this puzzle together, you know? Yeah, I when it came out, I was actually working in pharmacy as a technician at a pharmacy that I was like one of, if not the only black girl. So I identify with a lot of that stuff. I was just like, oh I absolutely God. loved it. So what can we do to get another season of that? Or what know. do we need to do? I know, what can we do? We need to do something like, we gotta get Kim back from South Africa, first of all. No, she could probably like do it from there. Or we can do like the unwritten rules in South Africa, it would be amazing. Um, but yeah, we just, we, need, we would need an audience and, you know, so maybe, I don't know, we did the Clio TV run and, and we'll see, like, maybe people will want more and let's just hope. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, I can't even believe, like, after all this time that Clio picked it up and, you know, that it's it's just what I was hoping would happen with it. I didn't want it to, like, disappear or I didn't want to even start over and make something different to fit a certain, you know, uh, category or a certain, you know, like HBO or whatever. I, I didn't want to change it. And so I was so happy that someone wanted it just the way it was. Like that was a true blessing. I was hoping it was going to happen earlier, <laughs> but you know, it took its sweet time. But um, right, at least it happened, even exactly. though it did take a while. Exactly. So you have a podcast. I do. I do. Sex for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. And um, how did you get into podcasting? That you're just doing everything. This is like my life. It's just yeah. It's it's all about like people and. You know, on Drunk History, uh, the wonderful Maria Blasucci, who I think is just hilarious, she's my other female co-star on the show, um, she's been podcasting for a while, and her and her partners decided to come up with their own women's network, because they were realizing they were just pitching, when they were pitching stuff, it was always, like, it was just male dominant. So they decided, like, let's have, like, it's not just for females, but it's by females for everyone, which I think is awesome. And uh, she approached me and said, do you have any, like, we're doing this network, do you have any ideas? And I was like, actually, I do. And I kind of just brainstormed and pitched it to her. And a year later or so, after we did a a couple trial runs, and I originally had my best friend from childhood was my co-star. And I loved, it was so much fun. And she was, she had moved from San Francisco to LA because she was, like, so into um, improv. And then by time podcast the podcast started she was like no I'm into something else now like I'm in health and fitness I was like okay (laughs) and so it kind of like changed a bit before we aired but Johnny Mays just was such a perfect person to fill in like he he helped write a lot of it and he was just so warm and we got along right away and uh, I those weekends of just meeting people and, and playing that game was just some of the most fun times of my life like I love that podcast 
And I still have people like, I want to be on it. I want to do it. And, and also, it's like so easy to ask people to do your podcast, as you guys know this. When they, when you say like, you could win a hundred bucks, they're like, okay, like, and I don't care like how high, how low. It's like people just love to win money, and it, and I love seeing people win money, and I, it's like the best feeling. Like I'm like, I think there's a game show hosting me. Like, I would love to like watch people win. It's just oh, it's so great. Mm-hmm. It was also it was also really cool to be on like I'm on the train and I'm like, listening to the questions. I'm like, hmm. that's what I love. I have been listening to it at football. At football? <laughs> yeah, I'm an intern at the football uh, stadium at my school, and like I listen to it there. So, oh, yeah. Gosh, I love you guys. You're so supportive <laughs> and awesome, and I can't believe you've seen all of these things, and it means the world to me. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, are we going to get more episodes of that? I think so, yeah. I'm working on it. It was going to be like a special, and so we'll see if we'll, we're going to, I think we're going to do more, but I'll definitely let you guys know as soon as I find out. Yes, sure. we would love to be contestants on the show. That would be perfect. <laughs> I wanted like sisters on, and people thought that would be weird, and I was like, I don't think so. Like, you know, I think it'd be weird, <laughs> but I you think it would be weird? weird? I don't know. Yeah. She's my younger sister, and uh, yeah, because you don't, don't want to hear me talk about like my yeah. adventures. <laughs> I well, don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll keep it like you know, question and answer, and not so much like personal topic. We can do okay. that. You know? Like just what? Yeah. What do you think the answer to this question is versus like, so what have you done? Like, <laughs> yeah. And you had oh, your cousin so- on. Was that weird or no? Was that my cousin? You had your cousin. See, I'm yeah. I'm not easily like weirded out i'm not scared of it so not at all and also my cousin i don't know if you guys had a chance to ever but you should check it out she has this um animated series that she does and it's all about her sex life in college and so i knew that she would be super open and fine with it because the stuff that she discusses in her podcast are much more personal i mean sorry in her animated series are much more in depth and like stuff that she's um shared with people is just really deep and amazing so i knew that she would be fine and i knew i would be fine so i didn't even think about it that way and she's my much younger cousin too so i don't know we 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 can talk about anything and you know feel comfortable around each other and i knew she would just love it and she did cool so in like a couple weeks i'm gonna go uh, be seeing the long shadow uh it's gonna be here in new york at columbia they're showing it Mm -hmm. and i'm excited i just watched the trailer before we talked and it looks pretty dope. You look pretty badass, like oh, with the gun, like. So, mm-hmm. what what else can I expect um, um, when I go see it? Well, I first of all, I will see you there. Um, I'll be there as well. So yeah, um, and I'm excited about the movie. And then what's next is I go back to Drunk History in like a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited about that. So I'll be in New York and um, promoting The Long Shadow, and then it'll have a release in, in um, April, April 21st, it'll be released. And I'm not sure if it's theaters or just streaming. It might be like a Hulu, uh, Netflix type of situation. So this is your first starring role in that one, right? Uh, the Long yeah. Shadow? I was in like every scene. I, I had I only had one scene that I wasn't in, and it was so cute. My, um, my costumer, Wendy, was like, you have a scene on. She's like, I have a robe for you and some slippers. And she's like, and you can go to Crafty and like maybe get some snacks. I don't know. And maybe watch the scene. She's like, do you want to go to Video Village and watch? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I was used to like doing a scene, running, changing, moving locations. Like it was just nonstop. I think we had like 20, 16 to 20 days of shooting and it was just 
it was exhausting. I poured my heart and soul into that role, and I, I'm really proud of the film. I love my co-stars. Like, they just kill it. And um, if you're into like any kind of like true detective or criminal minds or anything like that, then you'd really love it. So I hope. I hope. Yeah, I'm a huge Criminal Minds fan, huge Law and Order SVU fan. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. Okay, can't cool. Wait. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think. Okay, cool. That's about it. Do you have anything else, Lacey? Actually, you know what? I got one more thing. South of Nowhere, what's your favorite episode? Ooh, the toughest <laughs> question of all. It was like the worst episode and the best for me. It was that prom episode. It mm. was so hard. It was like, oh my God, me and <laughs> the hairstyles and I joke around all the time because she did this like amazing thing with my hair, but it was like natural and just poofed up. And it was like, it was so hot out. And we were like having to like put on our makeup and look all fresh and cool. And we were just like all dying. We were like sticky. And it was just so tough. But but we were all together. And those are always my favorite ones. And I didn't get to be in the stupid, um, the one that everyone says is their favorite. When they shot got the guns, like the, uh, what are they called? Oh, paintball. paintball. Oh, paintball. Love and war, love and war. I was so jealous that they got to do that, but I was, Chelsea was pregnant, so I couldn't go. Yeah, and Chelsea was pregnant. Said, like, oh, that was our favorite episode, because we all get to hang out and, and shoot guns. So mine has to be the prom, because we were all together, which was so much fun, always fun. Um, and we got to dress up, which I love to do. And so, yeah, that was that's the, the most memorable one to me. Did you guys know who was going to get shot or killed off on that episode when you shot it? Yes, yeah. Cool. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was the most uh, funny cast member when you were on that show? Um, gosh, Mandy's super funny, but she's got like that dry kind of humor, which I think <laughs> is like my favorite. Um, and then Glenn, like, yeah, I think just hanging out with Glenn was some of my the most fun uh, times. And I, I, I haven't seen him in forever, Chris. Yeah, but th- that was really fun to hang out with him. He's super funny. Right. Yeah, and Gabby's just like sweet. <laughs> like her, her. I know she seems really sweet. <laughs> her energy is just amazing. She's like one of my favorite people on the planet. Um. So yeah, you guys should try to hit her up next. I'll tell. I'll tell her how great you guys are and being that would be awesome. Yeah, we're just like kind of like picking and choosing. I'm like, oh, she yeah. looks like Asha looks really approachable. <laughs> And nice. So we sent you that video of us uh, on our. We were at our parents' house. We were kind of nervous to make that video too, because she was like, oh, "What if she doesn't respond? What if she doesn't see it?" <laughs> I wanted you to see our faces. I didn't want to just send you a DM and you see words on a screen. I wanted you to see us as people. <laughs> so I was like, "We got we got to send a video so she can see us." That's why that's why we did that. That was a boss move and it was so good <laughs> and it, it, it worked perfectly. So I was like, oh my God, they're adorable. Like, I'm in. Yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> uh, do you have any other questions or comments for us? Um, how did you guys get into podcasting? Like, what, what, how did it start? Uh, well, I went to school for broadcasts at the University of Florida. So I've always been like editing, making like sound bites and things like that. But we got into listening to podcasts real heavy, like maybe like a month, a year and a half ago, excuse me. And I Googled like all kinds of shows I used to watch that might have podcasts and South of Nowhere didn't have one. And I was like, how? So 
because there's so much to say about it. There's so many conversations that can be had based around that show. It was so um, before its time. So I was like, I I hit up my sister. I think it was like a late night. I I think I texted her. I'm like, I I was like, I was about to go to sleep. I'm like, I want to do a podcast. South of nowhere. (laughs) And you're going to do it with me. Because we originally watched the show together. So I was like, you're the only person I know that I can talk to about it. And we've had like all these conversations. And she's my sister, so I know where to find her, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, uh... And then the name Get Wasted on South of Nowhere is like, you know, this, the song and the, yeah. So it's been so fun. Oh, the fans are so sweet and oh, they think of us as friends and they're like, we listen to you at work and you get us through the work day. And it's like, oh, oh my God. that's what I want yeah. to hear. Mm-hmm. And so. we're just two regular people making people's days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, not so regular. Not so regular. Oh, that's awesome. Very so cool. Thank you guys so much for inviting me, for just all of your support and everything. It, it means the world to me. So I'm really glad to chat with you. Thank no you for doing this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being cool, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so nice to meet you. And I'll see you on the internet. Yes, yes definitely. It was awesome. Thank you, Asha, for coming on the show and yes. talking to us. Thank you for taking time out of your life to talk to two regular behind girls. <laughs> yeah, she seems <laughs> she seems so supportive. She didn't care that we were regular. She was just like, listen, y'all are cool, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And she was so easy to talk to. It was like talking to family. <laughs> yeah, she's a lot like Chelsea, too, guys. If you guys, I don't yeah. know. You guys heard it. Y'all heard it. So, y'all heard and seen. She's so beautiful. Yeah, we're going to put pictures she's of how so she looked on our uh, social media. She looked amazing. Yep. No filters, um, no nothing. No this filters, no Photoshop. Natural everything. We'll put the video <laughs> and everything up. I'm not going to do any CGI. This was all her. Okay? This, that She really looked like that. Yeah, she really did. And so, um, yeah, guys, this is what we're going to be doing. Like, I don't know how often we'll be able to do these bonus episodes, but... We're going to try our best to keep bringing on uh, people from the show. Yeah, stay on your as toes. As often as we can. It's so, going to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't know. We don't even know right now. Yeah. We're, just, yep. we're just like, hmm, who could we get? Who do you think we could we're get? We're just spitballing so, here, you know? So um, if you guys like that, um, tell all your friends. Make sure you subscribe and stay subscribed uh, so you can catch these bonus episodes. If you guys have any questions for us or want to check out um, our social media, we have it. It is SON Wasted on Twitter. Get Wasted SON on Instagram. And we have an email, getwastedson at gmail.com. Oh my God, the possibilities are endless, it feels like. I you cannot have so believe. Many options. I, I'm like, who's next? Who can we get? Um, yeah. yeah, we're, we're going to. We're just going to stay calm and just be like, you know, whatever happens, happens. It's all it's all stay tuned and you'll be surprised. So thank you guys for listening. And if you don't know already, my name is Nettie. I'm Nisi. And thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode of Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. Bye bye. Bye.